0: What's going on, everybody? I'm Johnny Brook from the Crafted Workshop. Welcome back to episode number 38 of the Crafted Podcast. Podcast all about making stuff by hand, woodworking, metalworking, leather, electronics, and more. We put out new episodes every Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. Uh, we also live stream every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to check that out, we have a new YouTube channel where we are live streaming now. So in case you haven't heard, very excited about that. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. So if you just go to our website and click the live tab, you can check out the channel and go ahead and get subscribed to be notified every time we go live. Our website, in case you're wondering, is craftedpodcast.com. And also if you like the show, go ahead and give us a rating on iTunes. Five stars is always appreciated. But uh, give it whatever rating you want, and we really appreciate that. Also, last, we are on Patreon. That's patreon.com craftedpodcast. And we've got tons of support levels over there. And our top patron this week is Make Build Modify. And we've got a couple new patrons, uh, Matt Williams and Darren Matz. So thank you both for joining on. And if you guys want to support us, that's a great way to do it so let me introduce my co-host as always i've got james Wright from wood by right what's going on james
1: not too much i'm doing very good thanks for asking
0: and we don't have zach herberholz from zh fabrications he is actually uh, flying up to hang out with jimmy DiResta, so uh, exciting stuff for him but he is missing in action this week but nevertheless we have some awesome guests on we have evan and caitlin from the evan and caitlin youtube channel how are you guys doing
2: hello it's really great to be here
3: Yes, thanks for having us on
0: <laughs> nice i like the matched creepy intro that's good you guys are the first people to do that uh, that's awesome well, well james yes. james let us down he didn't do his i know it's it's getting less creepy and more mainstream james. i figured i really need to the,
1: bring it back share man. the spotlight here
0: yeah okay. no it's good it's good well thank you guys so much for being on if anybody who's listening to the podcast isn't familiar with you guys' channel Awesome, awesome content! You guys came right out of the gate with just really good, high quality stuff. I think I, along with probably a lot of other people, heard about you guys on the Making It podcast. I know Bob shouted you guys out a couple of months ago, and um, been a subscriber since then. And now you've been on, you know, Modern Maker podcast. You guys are kind of making the rounds, and uh, you know everybody's figuring out who you are. And uh, really, really good stuff. So excited to have you on. So, um, hey. I guess. As is tradition, our guests kind of always lead us off with what you've been working on. So, what do you guys got going on?
2: Hi, uh, yeah, we have. We're we're like partway through several projects right now. Um, so one thing we're working on, and we brought some show and tells for the people who are in the live stream. Nice. One thing we're working on is um, we made these little walnut quick connects, um, like for your keychain, so you can. Oh, cool. Um, we we saw some on Instagram that were made out of brass, but we thought. It'd be a cool tutorial to make them out of walnut. And then we embedded these little magnets. Um, So we're giving them to uh, our Patreon supporters, like doing a a drawing. And so that's one of the, we're working on the video right now for that. And then um, we also, funnily enough, like we talked about this when we were on the Modern Maker podcast, and we still haven't done the video for it, but, like, <laughs> we're gonna, is we made this, um, it's, like, a, a candle holder for tea lights, but it also has built-in, I'm trying to pull it out, built-in tea light storage, like, in oh, it, yes. and then you can restack it. So, trying to, we're trying to do more projects that have, like, a little bit of functionality added to them, kind of like our uh, most recent video with the self-watering planter, yeah. just something that, isn't only pretty, but also does something kind of cool.
0: So. Mm-hmm. No, that was that uh, was super cool. How, how is does the nylon cord? Does that work well for the the wicking the water? Because I was thinking like, yeah, nylon is so. not absorbable. I, I wouldn't think you know, I would think like cotton or something. But I was wondering, is that I working well for you guys
3: via the capillary action? I oh mean, yeah, what, okay. What we did is we we submerged it. Well, like we we filled it with water, let it soak up for a while, then we dumped the lower container and let the water come back down, and it dumped a lot of water. So we think it works.
2: We, (laughs) we have learned that, uh, and we know nothing about plants, which is why we we did this. (laughs) Nothing. Cause like we can't keep them alive. Uh, but we have learned that we picked like the totally wrong type of plant to put in them in the video, um cuz we did succulents and apparently yeah. I mean succulents don't need much water so everyone's and like they
3: have water storage. Yeah, so everyone's yeah. like you're
2: going to kill your plants and we're like, "Oh so, yeah. It's great to have those comments on." Our <laughs> but
3: one, one uh I, I, I can't I'm spacing on what they're called, but like the people who study plants.
2: Plantologists. <laughs> that's,
3: Gardeners. That's, that's it, of course. <laughs> um uh one of them chimed in said, "It should work great just let it dry out between watering." Hmm.
2: Yeah. So, so nice. So we're seeing, but yeah, but the the rope. Useful comments too. But the rope yeah. works well so far.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we're also working on uh, one of our first collaborations with uh, Sean Hogan. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy gave him a shout out, and he did the the shop sounds. Oh yes. Nice. Yeah. So cool. um, he's going to do the music for one of our videos on how. Uh, it's, it's hard to explain. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing, so um, it's basically like we're making, and you. they've been in the last couple videos, but these giant, like, color panels for our videos, and so it's it's one of those things where, like, the project itself is kind of simple. It's literally, it's like it's just painting boards. Um, so we thought to make it a little bit more interesting, it, it might be just more of a visual kind of like visual and audio projects, So we took a nice. bunch of cool footage and like made a bunch of interesting sounds and Sean's going to put them together into music and we'll just, we'll work together and see what happens with all that. So mm-hmm. should be fun. Yeah.
1: yeah that's awesome. Things going on. I,
0: yeah. I, I saw Sean in your show notes and I, I didn't remember his name. So does he have a channel of his own or is he mostly just music guy? Does he have like band camp and stuff like that? I would imagine.
2: <laughs> He's got a channel. Um, he does some DIY stuff and some, like, you know, he has a handful of different uh, songs that he's done out of cool stuff. Like, he is one that's just made out of, he just made noises with pencils and, like, nice. put it together as a song. And one is, like, water drops and, like, clinks on a on the side of a water cup. He does some really cool stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. I will have to go subscribe. I'm subscribing as we speak, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no. I, I remember seeing that vlog, I guess, I think it was vlog that Jimmy used that song in. And it yeah. Was, Really interesting, and not like Jimmy's typical songs. And I was like, "What is this?" And then he talked yeah. about it and making it, and uh, that's really cool. That's uh, that takes some skill, right there, man. That's that's patience, just sampling yeah. shop sounds. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's no joke. That's awesome. Well, what else? I see you guys got some more stuff you're working on here.
3: <laughs> we, we don't want to. We don't want to dominate. I'll, I'll just run through this real quick. You're the um, guest. Go for it. Man. <laughs> So uh, in Texas, it's so ridiculously hot and we want to do more work out there, so cooling down our garage is becoming a higher and higher priority for us. We went ahead and got a 14,000 BTU uh, portable AC unit and uh, hooked it into our uh, ventilation for our dryer and turned it on. And of course, it just shot straight through the dryer and started heating up our laundry room. So um, it turned into a larger project. Um, We didn't have any backdraft prevention dampers in stock at our Home Depot. So we're like, well, we have a 3D printer and some scraps (laughs) laying around. So we just made our own backdraft prevention damper, and installed it inside of the hose.
2: And it's like nice. it's like 3D printed parts and like part of a wire hanger and a spring <laughs> we had, but, like it, but it works. It works.
1: <laughs> it's nice. pretty crazy,
2: yeah. So yeah, awesome. yeah, nothing is overheated or caught on fire so yeah. far. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> We're wild.
0: monitoring it.
2: Yeah, and it's running right it, now.
0: Is it helping with the
3: heat, like a lot, I would
0: imagine? Yeah,
2: it takes a while to cool down, but it's really nice.
3: We have a um, yeah. rolling main work table. It's a huge slab um, that we actually got from IKEA. Great, great deal on that. And um, well, we uh, got
2: like the tabletop is like IKEA butcher block that we. Nice. made into the, the work yeah. the work table.
3: Unfortunately, not when we are doing videos.
2: I know, so we didn't get into yeah. that. But since it's rolling, we can roll it right in front of the AC. So it doesn't really matter if it cools off everything. We just, like, huddle <laughs> up right in front of it and go, ah. Oh. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm shopping around. I'm thinking of doing a, a mini split because it just seems mm-hmm. to be... I've, I have a fairly large garage, so... Yeah. I, I was looking at, like, some of the ones you guys were talking about, but I think it would just barely make a dent you know in in the uh-huh. whole shop space so uh the mini split is like heavy on my radar and like as soon as you guys posted yeah. that on your instagram i'm like i need to start following up with people because like i had emailed <laughs> back and forth with a couple of companies like six months ago because i was considering like you know finishing my attic and all this stuff but anyway uh, I'm, I'm desperately wanting a mini split now that would be yeah. uh yeah. really awesome although I, mean- I don't have any like insulation in my garage so i'm Thinking that would not be as effective, but still, anything would be better than nothing.
3: Just get yeah. a 30,000 BTU. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, okay, they're already more energy efficient, so yeah. what? Mm-hmm. what's a little
3: waste, you know? Like, that's uh, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. And so, mini splits yeah. are the way to go if you can yeah. go that route. They're the most efficient. Yeah, they do
0: seem to be incredibly expensive, though, like once you factor in insulation and all that stuff, because it it seems like a little bit more like intense insulation than like the typical DIY project because you need like pressure gauges and all this kind of stuff to to set the hose pressures and that kind of stuff. But uh, it would be really nice.
3: But it. if it lets you be in the shop more, I mean that's that's why we win for it. I mean, we are literally running out there for ten, thirty minutes and then just running inside and just like laying on the floor to get like the
2: cold AC. <laughs> <see. laughs> yeah, it's, it's been bad. <laughs>
3: that's
0: brutal. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that hot where I'm at, especially like my <laughs> shops kind of it's like half basement, half garage because our house is kind of on a hill, so yeah, it definitely stays cooler. Um, but I'm just tired of like sweating in my finish and stuff. Like you know, I have the respirator on and I'm just like dripping and oh. you know, just ruining whatever I'm working on. So any, anyway, yeah, I'm 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 ready for my body to be cool. That would be <laughs> yeah. that would be sweet.
2: Yeah, so. when there's sweat dripping onto your project, that's not good. <laughs> no,
0: never good. I'm pretty, evidently water locks and sweat don't don't uh, not mix well because uh, i've definitely uh, <laughs> experienced that many times so yeah anyway so uh james what you been working on this week man
1: well i've actually been working on something i've been dreaming about for well over a year and that is carving up the front of the um, black walnut bench and I'm doing all of my Celtic carving, and I'm, it's like a, a total zen day for me because I've been I have the, the bench laying on its side on the floor, and I've just been slowly detail carving the whole front face of this thing. And uh, yeah, I love that. It's just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, um, I, I've finally built the, the backdrop wall for the shop. Nice. And I'm really loving how that came out. It's going to be, it's. I think it's going to really make the videos pop a lot more for the, the sections where I'm talking.
0: Did you say you were using pallet wood for that in the last show? I feel like I remember
1: uh, that. It's, it's kind of like pallet wood. Um, I originally was just going to get um, a supplier where I can get four foot by four inch by half inch thick um, pine boards. I was going to stain them three or four different colors. Um, and, and put it up kind of like a mismatch so it looks like pallet wood but it's a mm-hmm. little bit cleaner um but then i was at the local big box store and they had four foot by four inch by half inch thick already pre-stained in four different colors nice so it's like well there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah. because fine. pallet
0: wood is so hot right now you don't have to do any work yeah, it yeah. Uh, <laughs> makes life easy nice man that's awesome well, I guess I've been working on I uh, put out these DIY floating shelves today. Uh, sweet. The, yeah, thanks man. I I had a good time with those really simple project, but kind of came together nicely. It was my first time working with babinga, which is freaking gorgeous. Like that stuff <laughs> is ridiculously pretty. So, definitely want to work with that again. It's incredibly heavy too. It's just super dense, I guess, but uh Man, that that grain pop when I put on put on the first coat of finish was amazing. So uh, excited to have that done. That was a nice quick one. That was like a you know one and a half day build. Um, and I'm kind of ahead on next week's project because it was one I did with Brad from Fix This Build That while I was in his shop in Nashville last week, I guess. So I'm kind of ahead a week. Uh, that's going to be like some wall art. And then I still have these freaking arts and crafts chairs that I've been working on for like three months. So that's. That's on the docket uh this week and next week and Are they turning be... into your dresser? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're turning into like they're turning into my albatross. You know, it's just been hanging on my shoulders for the past <laughs> three months. Just I, I know I have to do them. And I know I can do them, but I'm just, I don't know. I've gotten to the point where if I screw up any of the pieces, it's going to be a whole ton of work to remake them. And I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm just just nervous about it, to be honest. So, um, yeah, but... I'm, I'm excited to get that done get those out of the shop and and i would i thought they were going to be my first chairs but then i ended up building those stools last week that like <laughs> i built in three days and they became my first chair project so um yeah. yeah that was uh that was pretty good but yeah just uh chugging along i also am working i guess tomorrow i'm working on a collaboration with this uh mountain biking guy Seth's Bike Hacks he has a huge channel about mountain biking he's like one of the kind of original mountain bike YouTubers and he just moved to Asheville so we're making a it's going to be a ridiculous project It's kind of his thing is to make like ridiculous stuff uh, And so we're building a Kicker ramp that is also A cutting board so it's like what? All yeah it's All <laughs> solid wood it's going to be like Purple heart walnut and maple and The first part of it's going to be like a Kicker ramp that you can jump off of and then Like a little tabletop that you could like do A little trick on or whatever but the Tabletop's also going to double as a cutting board So it should be absolutely ridiculous We're going to like take it to a skate park. <laughs> (laughs) And like have people skate on it And Seth will do tricks off of it and stuff And then we'll probably like grill out a steak And cut it up on there And it should be ridiculous and fun And uh yeah, so it's gonna, awesome. yeah, it's gonna weigh a ridiculous amount too. I think it's, <laughs> I think the thing is like 25 inches long and like 13 inches wide and five inches tall and all solid maple and walnut. So <laughs> oh it's God. gonna weigh like 60 pounds. But that's probably a good thing because then it won't like move around when you're you know jumping off of it. So yeah, um, you don't yeah, wanna be it, trying to
2: do a a, a trick and then yeah, you slip and you hit the stake and totally I mean, yeah be- totally ruin your stake. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So it's gonna be ridiculous. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. And uh Seth's a super cool guy and it's kind of reinvigorated me to get back into mountain biking a little more and just got a new bike and all this stuff. So it's it's cool. It's uh it should be a fun, fun time. So thanks to Paul Jackman actually for reminding me that Seth had moved to Asheville. He he told me I should hook up with him and I did. So it's uh all because of
3: Paul. So if you're listening, Paul, thank you. So It's cool you're doing a collaboration outside of the the space yeah. too, you know?
0: Well and and that like I feel like the most successful collaborations are going to be with people that aren't in your exact niche. You know, like when Bob did the one with uh, Rob Scallon, the guitarist, like I feel like there was a lot of crossover there because mm. of their demographic and that kind of stuff. And I know now, like I subscribed to Rob and I had never heard of him before. And now I watched like pretty much all of his videos. I, you know, I played guitar forever. I just wasn't familiar with him. And, I feel like it had like this thing with Seth has the same potential because obviously mountain biking a predominantly male sport predominantly like probably middle aged guys so basically like the identical demographic to my own channel you know so uh, I think it does have good potential and he's you know he's got like three hundred fifty thousand subscribers so he's a lot. He, he's a lot bigger and he gets ridiculous numbers of views. He has a very dedicated following. So it should be fun. I'm, I'm excited. This is like hopefully the first of many things because he seems to be really into like cool woodworking stuff. So we'll see. It's,
3: it's awesome. great to pull more people into, well, make more people aware of yeah. this because there's so many people that don't know that this is going on. Yeah. And if, if you pull some people in, they might spread across the whole space, totally. you know? Totally. Well, and like I
0: mean, I remember some of the first stuff I ever built back when I was like a kid was skateboard ramps and bike ramps and stuff like that. You know, like you you find some scraps in your dad's shop and you know (laughs) hack it all together with you know a million screws and then it falls apart in three days. (laughs) But you know, you had a really fun three days. So you know, that's I I think I started that way, and I think a lot of people did. Um, So I think yeah, I think it's a great way to kind of get people into the the kind of making realm. So um and yeah, I mean uh yeah obviously if they're already on YouTube, they already like to consume video content in that way. So to me it's a it's a no brainer. So we'll see. It's exciting. It's gonna use a lot of wood. So
3: <laughs> hey, <laughs> hopefully it
0: goes yeah. well. A lot of <laughs> walnut and maple. So uh we'll yeah. see. But it should be fun. But anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and move into the questions. Cause we have a lot of them actually from between Instagram and the live chat. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear you guys' responses. Also, if if you guys listening, don't already follow us on Instagram. It's at crafted podcast. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to make that a little more active. Uh, so if you go ahead and get following over there, uh, it's a great way to kind of interact with us and get your questions answered on the show and that kind of thing. So i guess let's start out with a few questions from instagram and then we can move into the live chat questions so um nelson craft tx so i guess fellow texas maker uh so I he know. asked he, oh there you go you guys know him. cool nice okay cool so he asked if you had to choose one youtuber that you would say got you interested in creating videos who would it be we can't choose one.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah. We have we have a couple, but like they're each for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I would say like for in terms of like really cool filming style and ability to tell stories in you know sh- short content, um, uh, the inspiration would be Casey Neistat. Um. Just I mean he's awesome and like we we always get ideas just the way he like cuts from scene to scene or sets up shots. Um, So watching his videos definitely made us want to get into it just because they're so fascinating to watch. Mm. Um, And then uh, I guess like in, in terms of, um, like want, like being able to come up with really cool designs. We got a lot of inspiration from Ben Ueda from Homemade Modern. Like I remember even before we watched that much stuff on YouTube, seeing his stuff pop up on Pinterest and just being like, Oh, it's so cool. Like I want to make mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um,
3: and then uh, we really don't, we really want to be able to pursue anything that really interests us. And what Bob has said on a lot of podcasts and you know, anytime he gives a talk, he it took him a while to escape. Nothing against the woodworking community. We love it. It's such a nice space on YouTube. But we don't want to get pigeonholed too much early on. We want to use Bob's confusion technique to <laughs> jump around from topic to, co- to topic and, uh, you know, keep that wide scope so that we don't, you know, get feel like we're stuck in a way early on and then um i think uh another thing that kind of inspired us is seeing how well received uh chip and joe it's not youtube uh, but oh yeah not youtube (laughs) but a little bit outside but fixer-upper you know that we 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 love that it's so much fun to watch oh yeah so yeah i think seeing
2: like an like a couple on tv even though you know the show is more like renovation and we're doing more like smaller diy stuff it was like oh that's so cool like that would be so fun to to you know be them and be doing you know stuff we like together
3: but like being able to spend time together and mess around and that's your job that was like oh why are we doing that right now (laughs) yeah yeah well and that dynamic comes across
0: so well on camera too i think you know i think with them and with you guys you know, you can tell that you guys all have a lot of fun together. And I think that's a big part of probably their success. And I think part of why you guys are growing so quickly. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great dynamic. Oh, thanks. And I know we cheated
3: completely on that answer, but.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, we cheated a lot. I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. I'm, I'm
0: glad, glad you guys had some people in mind. I'm, I know you've already seen those uh, questions. So, you know, I'll, I'll allow it. We, okay. kind
2: of. Yeah, we maybe sort of cheated because we did see those.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to throw out one then from the live chat, which I guess you've seen too, but whatever. Uh, So, okay. uh, Will work for tools asks, uh, do you have any best practices or advice for balancing a a new startup YouTube channel while working full time? And also uh, Zach from the cutting board kind of asked a similar question. Uh, you know, doing it part-time for him has been a hell of a hustle outside of his full-time job. Mm-hmm. And how are you guys managing that day-to-day? Who so, says yeah. we're
3: managing it? Day-to-day. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah, we have the same questions.
3: Yeah. Um... <laughs> for us, there, there's there's not too much to it besides kind of sacrifice and push through it. It's, it's not like we're sacrificing. It's just w- whatever is your top priority you end up doing. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I, I don't know if there's a better way
1: to put that. Yeah, You make it happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, if if you have to finish a video, but it might be nice to sleep, you finish the video <laughs> instead. Or if, you know, people are, you know, going out to I, dinner, I another, you know, you just say. Another
1: thing a lot of people have is is your. People look at you from the outside and they see all your high points because you only you only put up your high points yeah. they don't see the struggle the day to day pain I mean it, it is a lot of extra work and you don't show off that yes. oh man this is horrible I'm doing no one wants to see that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: well
1: for us, the thing that keeps us going
3: though it's a lot of the tough moments for us aren't what we're doing but the situation we're doing it under. So yeah. you know we're we're out in the shop. It's like eleven at night. Um, you know there, there's things that we would like to be doing also, but it's not what we're doing that's you know kind of draining us. It's
2: it's the know. fact that like we have <clears throat> such limited hours to oh, yeah. do what we need to do. And yeah, the stuff we're doing we love and it's awesome. And we just want to do more. But yeah, the the draining part of it is that we have to. We have to get up and go to work the next day and then spend, you know, all of our, all of our days, all of our hours at work. And it's not, it's not even that we don't like our, you know, we have good jobs. It's just the stuff we're doing outside of that is so awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, Adding like time constraints to making uh, makes it a lot less enjoyable. I think that's one of the big reasons I don't love client work because there always is this deadline that's usually looming. And Mm -hmm. especially if it's like a really, you know, like when I built these vanities, like there was no wiggle room. Like the plumbers were there waiting on me to bring these things. Then the flooring people were right after me. So, you know, like things like that, they, they do not create fun. They create a, an incredible amount of stress. So mm-hmm. I think when you're trying to juggle this with a job, uh, basically all of it becomes under a time crunch because you're trying to do this in, in the few hours you have between working and commuting and, you know, eating and sleeping, you know, and there's, there's not a lot left. So yeah, I think, uh, I think just keeping the mindset is the biggest thing, you know, like yeah. trying to not be super stressed. And I have a hard time with that. I'm I'm not that great under pressure when it comes to <laughs> this stuff. So you know, there's definitely been some glue bottles punted and all that kind of stuff, which I've <laughs> talked about before. And you know, it, it's tough because you know there's lots of little frustrating moments in in all this stuff we do. You know, whether that's you know, glue ups going awry or, you know, finishing not working out or, you know, like there's just an, yeah. an an insane amount of things that could go wrong. So I think most of it is, uh, is just, you know, how, how you, how you keep your
3: mental game locked down, you know? And so I think yeah. that's one of the great things about working together. Anytime we're working separately, it's a lot easier to fall down that path. But when we're together, it's just
2: yeah, it's just, just more fun. Like even it. yeah, even when you're messing up, you're like, oh well, this will be funny for the video at least. Yeah. Even though everything's failing, you know, and it's easier to have that mindset when we're yeah. together. You know, if we, if it was just one of us, we'd be like, man, this sucks. let like, well, we something up. You know, when,
3: when things are going wrong and it's just you, you can't film it properly. But if, <laughs> if there's two of you, one of you is like, ah. Poop. <laughs> go grab the camera. I'll try to fix this. And you and yeah. Yeah. good content it. <laughs> right here. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, that. That's what we tell ourselves when when things aren't going right. <laughs>
3: that's funny.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question for sure.
3: So I, I guess I that, that leads oh, oh, pretty on. well into one of the other questions about um, selling, you're you're talking about deadlines and yes. you know selling product. We got another question about that. About um, you know what's what's the strategy behind making videos and selling products, and it's also something that we haven't figured out. And it's it's not uh, it's not an uncommon common problem for people in the space to not know things. I mean, no one has made a full career out of this yet. It's not like anyone has started and finished on YouTube. Yeah,
2: Yeah, no one's like retired from YouTube. Well, that was great. Now I know how it all works.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, think, how fast I
0: think the Wood Whisperer is probably like the closest to that. Yeah. You know? It's been like a decade. I'm like, that's pretty good, you know? Like yeah. that. That gives me hope that this platform is sustainable.
1: Yeah, I was talking yeah. to my wife about that actually just yesterday, and we were you we were talking about retirement plans and things like that, and I was like, you know, really honestly, if I was 85 years old, I think I would want to be doing exactly what I do now. Yeah, I would want to be putting up videos, messing around in my shop. I think that would be an awesome return. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I think that's one of the reasons why we're, one of the many, many reasons we're so excited about this. This is one of the first career, very specific career paths that we've been like, oh, I'm excited to do this for our whole lives, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, can
0: you guys talk a little bit uh, more about like w- the things you make? I know you guys do products for like West Elm and things like that. The, the mm-hmm. products you sell, uh, not just for your videos. How does that work? in in you know, as part of your kind of business and, and that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we both well, start talking. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll,
3: I'll go first, and I'll
0: let
2: you, okay. let you chime
3: in. We uh, we're actually thinking about doing maybe a, a video series on that to to go more in depth for people who are more interested in that but basically you have to find out the price you can sell things for you have to find out the price you're willing to sell them for and if they match up you can move forward with that project um and then uh figure out your goal behind what you're doing is it to build up a portfolio is it to build up a reputation then maybe you can sell for cheaper is it just to make an income source then maybe you need to find projects that make more money per hour and you know of course that involves more batching and you know figuring out the process to run through it 3d printing was something that was interesting to us so we have two 3d printers that are basically running all the time twenty four seven to to make these products that we sell, and then we go back to them, finish them by hand, but most of the time put into it is just pushing the button and walking away now that we've fine tuned our three d printers um, it's It's a great use for them uh,
2: but we don't really have like a strategy per se in terms of incorporating that with what we're doing on YouTube yet like we before we started the channel um, that's when we started. Thinking like, oh, maybe we can start selling stuff. Maybe that's what we'll do. Is we'll start like a little Etsy shop, and um, then that led to us. Uh, we we knew that um, West Dom had like a local maker program, so um, we went to them. And this was actually before we we put anything on the shop or had any products. And we went to them and we were like, hey, so you guys have this local maker program? Um, can we sell stuff uh, with, with y'all? And they're like, yeah. Bring some products by and, and uh, you know, we'll set something up. And we were like, yes, we definitely have products to bring <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> um, so he we just made some stuff really quick and, and brought it and did a few um, like local pop up shops with them. And they liked our stuff. So they brought us on as like Texas local vendors. So now we sell wholesale. Cool. We s- sell wholesale to yes. the, the Texas stores.
1: By the nice. seashore?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we That's sell awesome. wholesale. <laughs>
0: That's see that that I think I mean that seems to be kind of almost like a dream gig because you know rarely as a maker do you get that kind of you know security you know most people i think have to go to craft fairs every weekend and mm-hmm, really kind of mm-hmm. hustle their wares whereas you guys mm-hmm. have made inroads with a company that actually you know has buying power like somebody like West Elm that's that's a pretty big deal mm-hmm. so yeah and they have been
3: great to work with so far
1: yeah
0: that's cool yeah i i think i i mean i know personally i would definitely be interested in hearing about that i mean I personally don't love batching out, but I would just be interested in hearing about it on more of like, just as a business side of things, you know, I think that's a really cool, uh, unique thing that you guys have done there. So that's, uh,
2: I think they, this is sort of a side note, but I I think they're looking to expand to some bigger pieces too, like furniture pieces. So, Mm -hmm. um, and those might not be, they may not have to be as batched out. So it could be something like, you know, if there's one in Asheville, you can go talk to them Hmm. and. And just see, you know, maybe you could do a small batch, like Mm -hmm. five side tables or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, maybe I'll have to... uh, I don't even know. That's a weird thing. Asheville is very... uh, A, we're kind of small. It's only like 85,000 people. But (laughs) B, like incredibly opposed to a lot of chains like Asheville yeah. has this mentality like there was I think like last year or two years ago Urban Outfitters was trying to move into downtown and there like <laughs> this huge unchain AVL movement popped up because like they did not want Urban Outfitters in Asheville and it's like I don't know it, it, there's like a bunch of hippies and people like that here like real <laughs> granola, you know uh, earth people so it uh, it's just kind of funny but i don't even know that there is a west elm hill here but i'll have to look into that but uh, anyway all right so we've got some more questions here so got two that kind of i think tie together so what what tool or technique are you afraid to try and why and what materials have you not worked with that you're wanting to so i think you could kind of package those together maybe
2: yeah um so (laughs) My tool that I... Well, I'm not going to say I'm afraid to use it, because I use it. I just don't like using it, but it's, like, a for me, a necessary evil. The table saw, which I know is, <laughs> like, it's so necessary. I just, every time we have to use it, I'm... This like,
3: partially my fault. I showed her a kickback video. Like, oh, before
2: yeah. I would ever used one, and then he's like, okay, try it out, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'm traumatized.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you and, know, and, and like, know, kickbacks one of those. It was, it was, yeah yeah before. exactly yeah the <laughs> tools yeah. you never have to use it again yeah, there you go. yeah that's true. <laughs> well i think it's like kickback
0: is also one of those like kind of mysterious things you, yeah you know like when you're getting into woodworking people always talk about it but then they never really talk about like what exactly caused their kickback situation mm-hmm. and uh yeah I, I mean it's it's a good thing to be scared of i mean table saw
3: it will mm-hmm. cut you you know it will uh
0: <laughs> it'll mess you up so that's yeah. funny
3: but we, we made a very basic sled, and we always leave the writhing knife in, and we, yeah. we, we, we you know, when used safely, it's great.
2: I still get yeah. nervous, though. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you.
3: Yeah. And for me, my, my answer is kind of a, a lame non-answer, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to try things that won't turn out well, just like because the time is so limited. I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to try x y or z like like leather work or sewing or something but i'm like will that be anything you know yeah like
2: can i learn in the time yeah. <laughs> i have I, I leather from...
3: working is way easier than you think it is
0: yeah. though okay. I, I i've wholeheartedly james and i can both say that you <clears throat> should totally try leather working because right. i also was super intimidated and i <clears throat> went into a tandy leather and said i know nothing about leather working tell me what I need to buy and <laughs> mm-hmm. I bought it and it was super easy and I actually really like relaxing and rewarding. I think James, you you would probably agree with that, right? It's just like yeah. very laid back and I don't know. I, I think for you, James, it's probably the norm
1: because it's a lot of hand tools. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there aren't very many power tool ways to work leather. No, no. but it was I, super nice. I think I would also put carving into that mixture because it yeah. like surface carving mm. is really easy Anyone can pick it up in a few minutes, um, and if you know if you're just doing like simple surface designs, it can be really quick. Yeah, and I think that's something that surprises people once they they try it out for the first time.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah leather is awesome. Definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> so what what materials have you? So I guess leather. That
3: duh. That uh, that, uh, that answers well, here, that uh, question. Le- leather can be for me. If, if Caitlin has something else,
2: materials. Um, yeah, well, I mean, so we, we, a little bit ago, took some welding classes, so we've been wanting to mm. weld something. We don't know exactly what we're going to do, um, and right now we don't actually have a welder, so I think that's the main thing holding <laughs> us back is like we have to go <laughs> to the makerspace we took the classes at, which is like half an hour away, which is far enough out of the way that we're like, oh, we don't have an hour of like, yeah. round-trip driving time we can give up this evening, so we just haven't done it, but... We really want to start doing more metal work, too, I think. Cool.
3: Yeah. That would be fun. Super satisfying. It's yeah. a lot of grinding right now. Yeah, it's
2: mainly grinding for us. We're not
3: 10, good at it. 10%, <laughs> 10% welding, 90% grinding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of us YouTube welders, I think that's the case. I think
2: fancy
1: <laughs>
0: editing makes it look a lot better, like yeah. a lot less grinding. Yeah. Be distracted yeah. by all these
2: sparks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it cool?
0: <laughs> yeah, what's
2: so cool? <laughs> I, I'm
0: gluing
1: metal together. Yeah, that's,
2: uh, yeah.
0: yeah. No, it's, SV Seeker has a rewarding. t-shirt
1: that says, I'm a welder, and welder is scratched out, and underneath it is grinder. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah,
1: that's funny. Yeah, y'all should
0: uh, y'all should hit up Lincoln Electric, man. They uh, they might they might yeah. be willing to to play ball. It's it is definitely cool to add that element to what yeah. you're doing because there's just yeah, you know, there's so much variety you can add with metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like just table
3: bases for for days. You know, it's just yeah. endless endless stream of table bases. Well, I think we might also want to. Well, I personally might want to get into some like metal art. I think it's just so yeah. substantial and beefy and both of us are artists. So yeah, no, that would be super cool. I don't know if you guys, uh, Kevin
0: Carone, we had him on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dude. He awesome. is awesome. Um, I've got a guy who's like a couple hours from me too. his name is Al Garto and he does, Incredible metal art. Um, You know, he's been in like a couple of Miller commercials and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, really cool, like plasma cut shapes and then welding all in these crazy structures. And it's, uh, yeah, that that would be something that I think would be really neat. I love like the kinetic sculpture stuff where, you know, you put ah, it outside and like moves yes. with wind. I just so think that's cool. super sweet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's art, but it's got this functionality to
3: it that. I don't know. It's kind of kind of unique. So, uh, well, also I'm a mechanical engineer by schooling, but electromechanical by practice. So I, I feel like I could do some interesting things with kind of maybe some sensors or some motors or some something. Yes, that would be awesome. That would be awesome.
0: So yeah. So what? Like I guess on that note, what do you guys have planned? I guess for your channel in the next, you know, few months or year or whatever. Cause I know you guys obviously already do 3D printing, which I think is kind of a really interesting, uh, unique element to your channel. I love how you guys incorporate it as part of a project. Cause to me, like a lot of times 3D printing to me personally has been seen as this kind of it's great to make prototypes or like little trinkety type of stuff but you guys actually use it as like part of a project like like with your concrete project this this past one um so like what what other stuff do you guys have coming up way too much
1: <laughs>
3: we have we have a ongoing google document like spreadsheet and word doc and charts and uh a lot. We'll, we'll, we'll hit some highlights, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess a few, um, like, things we haven't done yet that we're wanting to do in the next few months is, like, one thing is we want to um, do some experiments with, like, resin art-type stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. But, like, incorporating it into again, something that's more functional somehow. So not just like something you put on your wall, but I, so we don't totally know what we're going to do with that. Exact. It is right there. Teaser, teaser. Oh, teaser. Okay. Um, yeah. It's definitely not in the background. If Evan shifted, don't shift. Um, so, so that's one thing and we've never done that. So that's pretty exciting. Um, we want to get have? into
3: house renovations. I mean, that's kind of where we came from. We started yeah. after we got our house and we did so much here that we didn't film. I'm just...
2: I oh, know. Gosh. We just have really crappy blog pictures from, like, 2013 when we started. I, know, I, 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 I was decent. looking at y'all's blog, like, <laughs> oh. kind of preparing
0: for the show, and it is... It's some good stuff. Like, anybody listening should go back and look. It's uh, it's it's <sighs> oh, hilarious. Like, you guys have <laughs> some
3: really good stuff on there. We started it a long time
0: ago.
2: A long time yeah. ago. But, yeah, that's kind of... That is kind of where we started was... Um, you know, fixing up our house. Mm. And so we'd love to, we've done like a little bit of it, fixing up the shop on the channel, but Mm. we'd love to do more of that in the channel, which I know is kind of, um, a, a little bit of a deviation from what a lot of maker channels are, but it's again, like we're kind of at the point where we're, we're new enough to this, that we're not Yes, really pigeonholed yet, so we're like, oh well, this is the time to experiment and see what kind of feedback. Not
0: known as the so and so channel yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, and your presentation style to me like lends itself so well to like like even I was watching the video you guys did on just kind of reorganizing your shop and you know putting up all the shelving and all that kind of stuff, and that would be so good for renovation because the way you guys shoot all all the tools you need and the materials, it's super clear you know, there's no, like nobody could watch the video and be like, well, what do I need for this? You know, it's (laughs) it's just, you know, like you would have to be a moron not to know what you're doing after watching that video. So I think Mm -hmm. that would lend itself really well to, to home improvement stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We would love to, to do some of that. And we'd probably still incorporate like making things for, you know, whatever part of the house we're improving, but it would Mm -hmm. also be mixed with, you know, Oh, we're also going to, Like, we're going to build this vanity, and we're going to fix up this backsplash. You know, kind of a combination of stuff.
0: Well, I love what like Mike Montgomery did with his bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, that was awesome. Like, that... It it wasn't just home renovation. It was making stuff and then installing that stuff and also sprucing things up. And, I mean, I picked up a lot of stuff that I did not know. I, I am... When it comes to home remodeling, I am not I know nothing. So, uh you know, that that uh that kind of stuff is really interesting to me. Um so, yeah. You got to
2: uh, you got to get on it for your attic. Uh remodel. I know.
0: Well, in like my attic, I don't know. I I keep putting it off, but I really need to. Like so we have a walk-up staircase to the attic. It's already ready to go. It's got a subfloor in. It's all framed out. It's got outlets like all it would need basically would be drywall, flooring and some sort of air conditioning. So Mm -hmm. I know I could do it. It's just, again, everything in my life basically has to be a YouTube video at this point. So (laughs) how do I how do I package that into something that's interesting to my audience? And, you know, I, I think I have gotten to the point where. I don't know if my current audience would be that interested in that stuff. You know, they seem to like me building furniture and stuff like that. So that would be a huge departure from my typical
3: week to week content. So, yeah. Uh, well, what you could do is you could either release, and there's more work, but you could release both at the same time. Yes. You know, so say, Hey, to make it very clear, this is a bonus video. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not taking away from the schedule, yeah. but this is a bonus. Yeah. And just Might be one and just
2: stop sleeping and then, exactly. Get the, you,
1: yes, you also get just the YouTube take some bump speed. up of multiple videos a week. Yeah, well. Or,
0: I mean, I've been considering making my second channel more of, like, a home channel where I could do, like, oh, yeah. home automation stuff and mm-hmm. renovation stuff. Because, like, that stuff really interests me. Like, I have a, a Nest, and I have, like, this haiku ceiling fan from uh, big-ass fans that it connects to the Nest, and I can control it from my phone. And one of the greatest things in my life is being able to control my ceiling fan from my phone while I'm laying in bed. <laughs> like, that is... You have no idea how how amazing that is. It's like... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's a little too much air. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it down a notch from my phone. <laughs> like that is just glorious. So yeah. I, I I'm super into all that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's uh that's enough <laughs> enough rambling on my second channel. But um yeah, I think I think that probably covers most of the questions. I guess we can uh unless I'm miss I don't think I'm missing any. am I? Do I don't think so. Us? Yeah, cool. Well let's move into uh what we've been watching then. You guys, uh, as always guests go first. So what you guys been, what you guys been watching?
2: Um, so we have, uh, we actually heard about this from Bob on making it and he was talking about it because it's a show he watches with his kids and we're like, we like cartoons. It's called gravity (laughs) falls. And it's like, I think it's on the Disney channel. (laughs) And so we started, we started watching it and it's awesome. Like it's, We don't have the excuse of having kids because we're just two adults um, watching cartoons, but it's really fun. It's like one of those, like, I I feel like people around our age are probably writing it. You know? Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of really funny humor in
0: it. Dude, cartoons well, another, are amazing. You don't have to sell yeah. them to me. Like yeah. Adventure <laughs> Time, I freaking love Adventure Time. Adventure so. Time yeah. is awesome. Yeah.
2: Have you ever yeah. watched Steven Universe? That's a really good one, too.
3: No, I have not. If yeah, you, yeah. yeah like if, you, if you like That's Adventure Time. That's another good time. one. Well, also, we need shows like that to help us turn our brains off. Yeah. Because, like, we can't watch YouTube videos to (laughs) relax because we're like, ooh, that transition. Oh, that was really neat how he tied this into this. You know, it's like we start looking for tips and tricks and
1: techniques and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Cartoons are great until you have kids. And then you're forced to watch them over and over and over it's again. Peppa Pig forever.
2: And they've
1: they've yeah. lost my interest com- entirely. Oh, no. Well, we'll just, we'll
3: just say we can control the TV, and we'll just, like, play not the same thing over and over again.
2: Yeah, you say that. You say that now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait until um, they're playing in the van behind you, and yeah. every drive is the same DVD over and over again. Oh, uh, you, you get Bluetooth headphones for them. Yeah, and then you have to teach the kids how to use them. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: as long as it's frozen. As long as it's frozen, I'm okay with that.
3: I could listen to that movie over and over again for the rest of my life. I love that movie. So Good you. running music. Yeah, um, going back to Sean Hogan again, we already kind of plugged him, but um, yes. great, great thing going on there. And Caitlin has one more. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 It's, well, it's not really anything that we're watching. It's just one of these videos that gets shared around and it got stuck in our head.
2: Okay. So there's this, it's, I think they used to um, have like a Vine following. I don't know the history between, uh, for yes. this channel. Do you know what I'm talking about
0: already? I have seen this girl. <laughs> I just Googled it's... it. I didn't know her name, but this girl so, is freaking hilarious. hilarious.
2: I, I found, so the the girl's name is, I think, Katie Ryan, the little girl. And it's just all, this little girl saying the most ridiculous things. Dude, so and much so, personality. The funniest one that, that like, I, I feel like I've said it at least twice a day now, ever, like quoted her at least twice a day every, since I, I saw it. But the funniest one is is just a close-up of her face and she's kind of looking out the window and she's, I don't know, maybe two. And she she tilts her head back and she goes, I smell like beef." <laughs> I
3: like, smell like beef. <laughs> it's
2: just like, I could watch that all day. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: uh, those... Yeah, I, I don't know how. I think I stumbled across it on Facebook or something. But yeah. man, this little girl is unbelievable. Like, it, like you almost think it's scripted because it's yeah. so ridiculous, these phrases that are coming mm-hmm. out of her mouth as a small child. It's, uh,
2: yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it's, awesome.
2: It's the best thing. But it, but it kind of made me like, okay, like... Having kids will be fun, right? Like, it'll just be like this. It'll just be like funny little entertainment systems all the time. Right, right, James? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) They'll make a great YouTube channel. Right, James? Lie to us.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lie to us. (laughs) Please, don't scare us. (laughs) Yeah, I bet
0: Vine was the perfect platform for children because, like, getting a good five seconds out of them would be very easy, you know, like, longer than that might be tricky. That's yeah. The problem is the moment you man. turn
1: the camera on, everything stops.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. <laughs>
0: Stay right. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Awesome. Well, James, what about you, man? What you been watching?
1: Well, um, staying on that uh, the same line of interesting videos, uh, I was watching the uh, Wimbledon tournament, uh, and there's a there's a clip from that now, um, where a guy was basically up in the stands giving advice and got called down to actually return a serve. Um but one of the rules at Wimbledon is you all have to wear white and he was, you know, wearing shorts and a red T shirt. <laughs> and so, you know, he's probably like a three hundred pound guy. And these the, the the women's tournament that was being played at the time brings him a white skirt <laughs> and a white shirt that he wears. And the you the you gotta search Wimbledon video um and it it will come up. It was it was just absolutely Crazy hilarious um, Did he return nice. the serve? My, my wife and I were laughing at it for, for a good five minutes of it. it was just <laughs> yeah
0: Could he play? Could
1: you back it up? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, it was, nice. uh, yeah, uh, definitely worth looking at. But uh, the, the, the channel I've been watching a lot of this last week is uh, VO2 Max Productions. Uh, it's about ultra running, um, which is, you know, my my hobby to my hobby, I guess. Because, <laughs> you know, my, my hobby is now my business, so I have to have another hobby yep. now. But, uh, um and uh I really really like it I and mean, he does the whole range of you know training to run as well as the really cool epic videos of you know running through the Colorado Colorado Rockies and uh the amazing scenery that you get to see on you know a single track trail somewhere back in the woods nice I, I absolutely love his love his stuff nice Cool. Well,
0: so mine this week, uh, my buddy Heath Knuckles, I, I think I might have mentioned him at some point in the past. He does these really cool, you guys were talking about epoxy resin stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen his channel. He does, like he'll stabilize, uh, like like for instance, this piece he sent me, it's a stabilized maple burl. And so he you know basically took a piece of maple burl and put it under high pressure and that forces the epoxy into the wood and that basically keeps it from doing any movement and that kind of thing and then he combines that piece of stabilized wood with more resin to get this really cool kind of dynamic looking block that then you can you know turn something out of so um, he does really really cool stuff it is just gorgeous, and he sent me a block of uh, it's like this red orange swirl kind of resin and this maple burl, and I- I'm still not quite sure what I'm going to do with it. I think I might. It's big enough where I think I can get four tap handles out of it for my kegerator. So I'm kind of thinking of like a matching set of tap handles all in this really cool looking uh, burl and epoxy. But anyway, I I just think that stuff is super cool. It- it's it's kind of like what Peter Brown does, like to the next level to me. It's like mm-hmm. you know even crazier wilder looking stuff so really cool um so that's that's my shout out for this week so looking forward to checking it out yeah i think you guys would dig it if you if you like the epoxy stuff it's uh it's really cool and there's another guy i think his name is NV woodworks or something like that there's all kinds of dudes out there doing this crazy epoxy stuff and it's a whole another community like this very specific types of epoxy and you know pressure pots or vacuum chambers and It's just really interesting stuff. So, um, yeah. All right, cool. So, favorite tool of the week? I see you guys have a few here. So, we we had a question earlier. What's a good 3D printing setup under $1,000? So, I I saw you guys had a couple 3D printers listed. So, figured
3: you could maybe talk about that then. It's all a trade-off with 3D printers between quality size ease of use reliability all of that and how much support the company provides you because you can buy a kit for very cheap but it's on you and 3d printers are not simple things there's a lot (laughs) going on with them and the, the main difficulty of 3d printers right now is that ongoing maintenance at that high level it doesn't Open that up to a huge audience. Um, but I, I've had very good luck with Lulzbot. Um, uh, w- one of their nozzles that I have is malfunctioned and I've been working with them, sending it back and forth and they keep up with their products. So that's kind of an easy recommendation, even though it's more expensive. Um, so the Taz six is what I have, 2,500, but we're actually thinking about working with Lulzbot to, uh, Showcase their mini one, which is only one thousand two hundred and fifty.
2: So it's almost a, almost at that one k range. Yeah, it's but it would that's allow within range
3: to, to me. Yeah. you know, if, you, if yeah. you're throwing out a thousand dollar budget, you know, what's another two hundred bucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it would, it would allow people to get into it and see what it's about while buying something that they won't need to Note. do too much with. You know,
2: like too much maintenance.
3: Too much maintenance. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and I think the the reason that's our tool of the week is because like. So, <laughs> what we've been working on mostly the past couple of days specifically has been the, uh, installing the AC in our garage and, like, on, on both sides of it, on the, like, getting the, the AC hooked up to our dryer vent and on installing that little, um, one way, I, I forget what it's called, the little oh, one way flap to not let it blow into our house. Mm-hmm. Like, not the things we needed you couldn't buy them so mm-hmm. we had to we were just like well we have a 3d printer we'll just print them and have them in a couple hours and like it's so cool you know
3: and it's exactly <laughs> what we wanted 100 percent custom so it's like the hose that we connect to has a thread kind of on the outside and we wanted the thread to match so i printed the thread in there i we were tight on space for the um when i was going into our house instead of Buying something from the store that would add length, which would push our dryers out. I made something that I embedded inside of the hose that was the directional control, which is just. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. If you have the mechanical mind, it's so wonderful and addictive. It was horrible. (laughs) When I first bought it, I'd just stay up at night. Thinking of all these, like, shapes in my head that I could 3D print or <laughs> creations I could make. It, uh, it, it, it was wonderful, but horrible.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Or there'd be something in the house that, like, we kind of needed. We didn't really need. And, like, I could probably find it on Amazon. And Evan's like, I'll print it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, That's so it's awesome. kind of But is a
1: wonderful
3: place.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: I've I've contributed some stuff there. It's Old stuff. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Yeah,
2: don't. Don't look, <laughs> up. Don't look up any old stuff. Don't search it. Well, you should search our names to find us. But then if it's if it's prior to 2016, just <laughs> run.
3: <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, awesome. I think Caitlin might have one more.
2: Oh yeah. Other, well, this is like kind of a cheating answer because it's not really a shop tool but we just got a new microphone which has been awesome it's the the road which video video micro Rode video micro and but it's I like, did, a...
3: we did a ton of research on this and the a hundred dollar one two hundred dollar ones the expensive ones sounded worse than this video micro and the video micro is all metal body and it's passive doesn't and, and require it batteries runs
0: off the battery that that is yeah.
3: the you never have to clutch turn on.
0: move yeah because yeah. man if you've ever run out of battery on a shotgun mic yeah. it is very very annoying because not yeah. only like do you not get yeah it, like the mic doesn't work but then since something's plugged in your onboard camera like yep. mic doesn't work either yeah. so it's just that's silence yeah.
2: so yeah.
3: yeah that's uh that's terrible that's and, uh, uh, that's yeah. The dead cat filter that, which I hate that name. It's, it's a sad <laughs> name. We, we have, we have a little kid, kitty um, that we love. So we don't like that name, but it comes with one and it's so effective. I don't understand how it works so well, yeah. but it does. Well, and yeah. it, when
2: we were trying to get, you know, the various sounds that we're sending over to Sean for our collaboration, we were using our old shotgun mic and it was just, everything sounded terrible. You could hear like, uh, like it, 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 didn't filter out background stuff very well, and in Texas in the summer bugs are super loud, so it sounded like a jungle outside, like trying to record <laughs> these different noises. So it like has saved us this past week. Yeah. So it's that's our other sort of a cheating answer, but it's it's a tool.
3: It is a tool.
0: It's a tool. Oh yeah. In yeah, way. well, you guys inspired me to to use mine as a uh, tech one, too. So uh, I'll go ahead and go while we're on that note. So mine is the Sennheiser AVX, which is the lavalier mic that I got, mm. uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And it is a game changer because before I was using this little Rode uh god what is it called i don't even know but it, it plugs into your phone and it records directly onto your phone so mm-hmm. which is actually really convenient because i mean who doesn't have their phone in their pocket so uh for you know 40 50 bucks or whatever that was a great way to get a lavalier sound but this video mic has there's no synchronization in post which mm-hmm. it you know records right into the camera which that is huge because, you know, I, I want to start adding more like talking halfway through the project mm-hmm. and stuff like that and trying to keep like juggle the audio files on my phone and the video files that that was like never going to happen. So um, it's it's pretty amazing. And it like automatically adjusts the levels to based on how loudly you're, you're talking, all that kind of stuff. So you don't have to worry about clipping or anything like that. It's wow. It's really sweet.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I have
0: so. to
2: edit down so many, like so much peaking in our voices. We get excited. I, I just, I feel like I just yell into the mic when I am doing my voiceover. So,
0: well, that's what, like, that's why when I got on today, I was like, "Am I talking really loud?" Because <laughs> when I did, I had to do my voiceover like twice, and I really probably should have done it a third time because I got this new pop filter and I am not as far away from the mic and. It, it it was like, yeah, every time it was like, next, I'm building, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, freaking stop yelling,
1: Johnny. It's like,
0: yeah, 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 I, I feel your pain there. Uh, that's funny. Cool. James, what about you, man? What you been, what you, what's your favorite tool of the week?
1: A uh, 500 gram brass mallet by Narex. Mm, it's just a, nice. it's a tiny little carving mallet, um, but brass is so dense and heavy that it it has a decent amount of force behind it with very little movement and for for carving it is yeah it, and it feels so good i mean it's the type of thing you want in your shop i don't even care if you use it but it just it feels good every now and then to pick it up
0: <laughs> yeah well that looks that looks dude it's only 30 bucks that's yeah. uh man now see so that was my first thought with that piece of resin and, and burl to like turn it into a really cool little mallet, mallet. like like dima used to do uh-huh. um yeah Ooh, that's it's got my gears turning that looks pretty sweet <laughs> that's nice man yeah throw a that's little nice. black
1: brass into it and fly. yeah
0: brass just makes everything better that's uh that's <laughs> awesome cool well uh i guess that'll do it for the main show uh people on the live chat stick around we'll be doing the after show here for a couple minutes for our patrons so again thanks to all of our support on patreon if you guys want to check that out it's patreon.com slash crafted podcast again if you like the show leave us a five star rating on itunes that is a huge help and uh, also follow us on instagram we're going to start using that a lot more it's at crafted podcast so You guys want to plug your platforms and all your channels before we go? Website, all that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, um, you can find us on YouTube at Evan and Caitlin. And I realized um, last time when we were on Modern Maker, I I said that, but Caitlin can be spelled about 20 different ways. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You'll probably still find us, um, but it's K-A-T-E-L-Y-N, Evan and Caitlin. And we're the same handle on Instagram. We're at Evan and Caitlin. And pretty much everywhere else, Twitter, Facebook. Patreon. (laughs) Patreon, <laughs> <you out. clears throat>
0: yeah, go there um, first. I think yeah, that's yeah. definitely the first place to check out.
2: <laughs> um, and if you want to see our ridiculous old blog posts, it's evanandcaitlin. They're they're in there. Um, but yeah, so basically, if you Google us, we'll we'll, we'll pop up. But primarily, we're, we're we probably spend most of our time on YouTube and Instagram. So if you want to mm. say hi, you can f- definitely find us there pretty easily.
0: Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much again for being on and again, live chat, stick around. We will be doing the after show and I guess everybody else. Thanks for listening. And until next week, happy building.
1: See ya. Bye. Bye.